The South African Jewish Board of Deputies is the organization that engages with the South African government on behalf of the Jewish community. Join Sharice Zephard for the next hour to find out what the SAJBD has been up to. 101.9 High FM. The other day, my mother, who is a volunteer guide at the Johannesburg Holocaust and Genocide Center, got talking to a man who was taking his children around the exhibition. Although he was not himself Jewish, he had his own personal reasons for being interested in the Holocaust and wanted to ensure that his own children were educated about it. The man's name is Matthew Simpson, and he joins me now to tell me more. Matthew, welcome, and thank you so much for joining me. Hi, Sharice. Thank you. What a fantastic opportunity. So there's um, an Instagram group that says overheard at the gallery, but in this case, it was spotted at the gallery, Matthew. (laughs) Yes, your mother's a fantastic woman. (laughs) I have to agree with you. Matthew, we're starting off on a brilliant note here, but what brought you to the Holocaust Center? So I was raised in a family uh, where my mother's maiden name was Solz, S-O-L-Z, which was anglicized from a European aristocracy in Austria, I think, uh, von Trotzu Solz. But she's she's an intellectual. She, She loved to read, and she quite a close connection with the Holocaust and what it, what happened to the the Jewish people, and uh, she made sure that we as children were aware of the atrocities that happened and also the the inspiring stories that came out of it. Um, there were some there were many st- inspiring stories, you know, the human spirit, the triumph of the human spirit and all of that. Anyway, so it turned out that after a couple of years when we tried to trace our heritage on, on one side of the family tree was the Sols, and it turns out that uh, there's an Adam von Trotzsch Sols who was one of the key instigators in the resistance to Hitler. Uh, he was an Austrian and, uh, look, he had his own agenda, I suppose, but, uh, he, he wasn't, he wasn't one of the supporters of the Nazi regime and, and all that. So he kind of tried to get rid of Hitler and he en- they ended up hanging him for that. So, uh, in a way, we're kind of proud of that, but, uh, that's what we as a family are. We, we really, not only that, I think I'm also telling you, uh, my father, uh, he always said, uh, he has the, the Gentile head, but the Jewish heart. And uh, he loves the Jewish people, or loved. He passed away three years ago. Had the big beard, went to shul with his yarmulke on. And because, uh, yeah, so we've, we've been raised to appreciate the Jewish culture and the Jewish people. Yeah. You mentioned something interesting about um, the, I, I didn't get the pronunciation 100%, but the von Trapp? What's the sauce, yeah. And, and what, what is interesting is that, Initially, when I learned about the resistance, whether it was in Holland or Austria or whatever, the resistance at that time for me was resistance against Nazi Germany and, in my mind, protection of Jews. But actually, that was never really the aim of the the resistance. And um, I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about Austrian resistance. You you mentioned the agenda. I'm not uh, too afraid with all the ins and outs and the subtle nuances, but when I look at this Adam character, he... He was trying to set up, I think, a different type of society. He was looking for a society somewhere between socialism and, and democracy, somewhere between the mass right and the individual rights on the West. And, uh, he didn't, he didn't agree that the, the Nazi agenda served that purpose. So I think that's where the fuel for the resistance came. And so it's quite interesting to read that you'll find deep into the war in the Second World War, they start to hear apparently about there might be camps somewhere where there's maybe 50,000 people. And they're almost kind of out of the loop. It's kind of like they don't really know what's going on, which is quite fascinating for me. But I agree. You always think the resistance was against the atroc- atrocious human rights violations. <laughs> but no, it wasn't. It was just another political agenda that 
you know, they wanted those who were against them to be out of the way. Kind of like we've got, we've got to be careful of in South Africa. Um, uh, I hope you don't mind me taking the conversation on that route. But uh, it's one of the things we've got to be careful of because we had great hope coming out of the, the apartheid era. And um, I think we were one of the only countries in the world ever to be asked to look at their heart openly, put it on the table in an international arena and say, look, and we were, I think we had a lot of positive, you know, rainbow nation and got a great future. But I think a lot of our leaders have lost sight of that and are kind of back to their own personal agendas. You know, not looking at the basic uh, building blocks that are necessary to get us into the future. So, yeah, that's. I think that was the one Botsu Souls characters and their resistance was more about their political agendas rather than saving people's lives. What you mentioned now, you spoke about your mom and your dad and instilling in you um, uh, maybe a, a relationship with Jews. If, I don't know exactly. I wouldn't want to define what the relationship was. But you took your own children to the Holocaust Center, and obviously it was important for you to continue that to the next generation. And Absolutely. I just wonder what kind of, where you, where else you take them, what kinds of other things you do and what their reaction was. Yes. So we, you know, encourage the children to read and to explore and to, you know, don't get their head stuck in the ground and get off the social platforms as far as possible. So I'm blessed in that sense. My children read a lot. My son loves to read. And also we, I just read The Happiest Man on Earth, which is Eddie Jaku's book. I don't know if you know Eddie Jack, who is one of the Holocaust survivors. It's a fantastic book. I encourage everyone to read it. Um, a survivor out of the, the Second World War and all of that. And he just, his life story, you know, he presented to us in a way to, you know, at the end of the day, it's like life gets hard and tough, but, you know, keep smiling and life. It's, it's a fantastic book, but it, 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 bring, it brings home the awesome atrocities and the evil that was done to people. And so anyway, my son read the book and then we got talking and then off to the, Holocaust Museum went, and interesting, he, he went online and he found the Holocaust Museum. He said, let's go. And I said, let's go. So it shows you definitely touched his heart and, uh, expanded his horizons. Uh, so that's what motivated us to go. But also from my mother's side, when growing up, my mother used to try and get any video, film, clip, and that and sit us down and talk about, you know, the dark stain on human history. Let's put it that way. So yeah, that's, and so we, we, I just encourage him to, in all areas of life to, you know, to remain human. And to, to understand they're part of this bigger collective and we need to, you know, we need to bring people along with us, not destroy them, not stand on top of them. So yeah, we have these kind of discussions and we talk about all sorts of wonderful things, but I like them to get real. That's kind of what my thing is. The Holocaust was a human tragedy. It wasn't only a Jewish tragedy. And um, people are denying, we, we, we are seeing increasingly, um, people denying the Holocaust and, um, anti-Semitism, you know, coming out particularly in America at the moment, among white rights, um, supremists, uh, uh, that kind of thing. And, and I think from my side, we rely on our allies, people like uh-huh. yourself, to uh-huh. help us spread that message. So um, I think it's really important. Yeah, absolutely. So one of, the, one of my favorite characters in history, it's, he's my hero, uh, it's, and for many reasons. But just to encourage you, you and to understand kind of where my, you know, where I look and I look at the, you know, the nation of Israel, I see it sitting on the map, you know, for all intents and purposes, it's a geographical joke, surrounded by these massive, uh, countries, um, and, you know, there's this little land. And when you read your Torah and you read the words that are written there, it's very, for me, it's fascinating because people don't understand what they're busy with. But the hero that I was talking about was the famous David from, you know, the, you put Samuel King's, you know, David and Goliath, that story. But the thing that fascinates me about him is when he was, a, according to the story, when he's standing on the hill and, the, you know, the, 
The armies are arrayed against each other and Saul is in his little council. He arrives as a young lad. What happens was he hears words and his first reaction was, who's this? And the words he uses, which I find fascinating, who's the uncircumcised? Which shows you he understood covenant. He understood we are more than just a geography. We, we are in a relationship with the Almighty who said that he will honor his word for us. I don't know if that makes sense. And I find that fascinating. And I hear you because a lot of people kick against that. And I don't know if it's out of jealousy. I don't know where it comes from. But for me, it's a wonder to look back, to just look at what's going on in the world and to see there's, there are people who, despite the odds, are on this planet thriving, <laughs> technological development in every area of life. They, they are leading and you wonder why, what is that? And yes, it, it's, they're a nation and all that, but it, and fantastic people. Look, good, bad, ugly, we all have a, you know, reality check, but the bottom line is I find it fascinating that there are these people over 4,000 years, they still exist in the Middle East, they're still being kicked, battered, punched, <laughs> and yet they're leading in so many areas. And I think it's because of this, that covenant. Sometimes people forget their side of the relationship, but that your mind has got his hand on your people, and I find that fascinating. That's how I operate. Matthew, on that incredibly beautiful and touching note, I will leave that. Thank you very much. That Thank was you. Matthew Simpson.